In April 2021, the city of Evanston made national headlines when it approved local reparations for qualifying black residents. But it took nine months for the city council to roll out the initiative. WBEZ's Araceli Gomez-Aldana has more on the slow and, at times, contentious launch of the historic program. On January 13th, lifelong Evanston resident Ramona Burton was watching as 16 grant recipients were randomly chosen by a bingo wheel to receive reparations from Evanston. 8783993430. The only issue was she couldn't hear the Zoom meeting. I didn't have sound for some reason. So then if they pulled my number, I wouldn't have known because I didn't have sound. But someone that used to be married to my nephew went to the meeting to her, so she called me right away to tell me that they called my number. Burton is 73 years old, and she was one of 600 approved applicants in the running to receive $25,000 to use on home repairs or to pay for a mortgage. Burton knew she won, but that's all she knew. And when she tried to get some answers... I tried to call to the city of Evanston a couple of times to find out because I hadn't heard anything. And the person that they gave me didn't answer. Just a voicemail came on, so I left a message. And I called twice. Weeks went by, and the Evanston residents didn't know who the 16 recipients were, and the recipients themselves didn't have any details about what came next. But communication issues were just one of many problems with the program's implementation. After its passage, many Evanston residents raised questions about how the committee would select the grant recipients. Who would handle the initial $400,000 that were to be distributed? And would the grant recipients be given the money directly? When you're the first to do something, there really, you know, there aren't any models to follow Alderman Peter Braithwaite is the second ward representative and chair of the Reparations Committee. The committee met once a month to discuss the logistics of the program, and many discussions revolved around the distribution of the $400,000. Some committee members believed the recipients should be able to handle their own money. Others thought bringing in a third party would be logistically easier on the committee and the city of Evanston. Braithwaite says they wanted to protect the recipients. From potential scammers. We started to talk about the statistics of harm. You know, seniors are, are vulnerable. And sadly to say that some of the fraud and, and harm is caused by family members or people that are close to them who have access to their funds. At a long meeting in December, members decided to partner with a nonprofit Community Partners for Affordable Housing. Recipients can choose if they want the nonprofit to act as an intermediary between banks and contractors. But the distribution of funds raises another concern. Where is the money coming from? Evanston City Council says the $400,000 block is only the first of a larger $10 million reparations package. That's coming later from annual cannabis taxes for the next 10 years. Outgoing Alderwoman Cecily Fleming of Evanston's 9th Ward voted no on the local reparations housing program from the beginning. She wonders what happens if the millions of dollars from cannabis don't roll in. What is unfortunate is that we continue to talk about this $10 million pool of money, and the state of Edmonton doesn't even get all of the tax monies that people are taxed on the cannabis, which I think is a tax rate of like almost 40 percent. Um, the city doesn't even get the full 40 percent. The city allocated 3% of its total cannabis sales towards the reparations fund. 
There's only one cannabis store currently operating in Evanston. It's still going to be a very slow work up to get to the $10 million. We're averaging about, I think, $250,000 really comes in. So at this rate, we're only going to probably continue to help about 16 people at a time. And that might be once or maybe twice a year if the cannabis taxes you know, increase. Despite questions about how the city would get and distribute funds, Evanston moved forward slowly. The city has been holding three-hour-long meetings with each recipient to go over the legal and tax ramifications of receiving reparations. Alderman Braithwaite says once there's a transfer of funds, the names of the 16 recipients will have to be announced as part of a public record. As for Burton, she's lived in her home for more than 47 years, and she knows exactly what she's going to do with the reparations award when she eventually receives it. First on the list, a new roof and all new windows. And also a back fence. So if I have any money left, then I want to get central air conditioning. Then that would just um, make the value of my house go up. And for Braithwaite, that's the thing that makes the months of meetings, discussions, and frustrations worth it for him. At the end of the day, our goal is to return wealth. And in doing so, we're going to look at all the resources possible to achieve that goal. Araceli Gomez-Saldana, WBEZ News.